You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Hey guys and gals, we're here tonight uh, doing another interview. I've been promising you we're going to be doing more interviews and I think we're coming through with this. Now the other day I was uh, looking through my emails and I saw an email from JCR Off-Road and they had a, a nice uh, set of pictures uh, for uh, and some JKs in those pictures and they had these fender flares. And I thought to myself, now, JCR Off-Road hasn't ever done anything in plastic. Could these be metal fender flares? And sure enough, they were. I uh, quickly shot off an email to uh, JCR Off-Road about doing an interview so we could talk about these uh, JK all-metal fender flares. And uh, I was set up with Anthony to, uh, uh, to answer all these questions because he's the man that knows all about them. And he's with us here tonight. Uh, but first, I want to find out more about you, Anthony, like where you're from, uh, how long you've been with JCR Off-Road, and, uh, you know, just kind of give us an idea of uh, who you are. Okay. Yeah, I uh, recently started with JCR Off-Road about three months ago. I transferred all out here from Connecticut to Michigan, so it was a big, uh, definitely a big move for me. Uh, been avid off-roader since 2006, been a Jeep enthusiast since 2010 when I purchased my JK, been building that thing for the last five years or so. It's come a long way from completely stock uh, sport to something that's long on, on 37s, let's in the 60s, all that good stuff. So oh my God. definitely a big part of my life. <laughs> so you spent about 10 grand, you, you spent about 10 grand or, or 20 grand on laxels, I guess, for that thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, God bless yeah, you. It's not, they're not going to break, are they? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I'm not nice to it either. So I had to build the hold up these for sure. Well, excellent. So I guess it's not that big of a difference, at least from the, the climate going from Connecticut to Michigan. Yeah, definitely not. It's uh, equally snow breeze. Like, oh, it's going to snow. I'm like, I grew up in Connecticut and used to snow. Went to school in upstate New York, so I'm used to snow. Definitely. Uh, snow doesn't bother me. I don't mind the cold at all. Definitely a little bit of change of pace from the Midwest versus the uh, Northeast. People are a little friendlier. Uh, pace is a little slower, but I definitely, I've been enjoying it so far. Michigan's got a lot to offer. I've uh, been getting out to explore the state a little bit, and so far so good. So I have no complaints at all making the move out here. How's the the uh, the wheeling? Uh, the places to go off road, or is it is it different than in Connecticut? I, I, I'm from Texas. I'm in Texas. I've been here all my life, so I don't know anything about those northern states. Yeah, so Connecticut actually doesn't have any legal off roading. So I would generally travel to Pennsylvania or uh, Vermont or New Hampshire to go off roading. So it's usually quite a drive for me, um, anywhere from two and a half to four and a half hours to go off-roading, so I usually made a weekend out of it. Goodness. Uh, luckily, here in Michigan, we have a couple off-road parks that are relatively local. Um, there's Bundy Hill, which is about an hour and 20 minutes from here, and Roxon Valley, which is another two and a half hours from here. And so far, Roxon Valley is definitely my favorite. Um, a lot more mud out here in the Midwest than the Northeast. There's a lot more granite and rock in the Northeast, so I'm kind of used to kind of slower technical rock crawling. It's a little bit different out here, but I, I, so far, so good. I've enjoyed it. Uh, try to avoid the big mud holes. I'm not really a big fan of mud personally because it sucks to clean, but yeah. it's unavoidable. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of fun and four hours of cleaning. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh yeah, and three in three months of getting in your eyes and underneath working on the thing. So <laughs> oh yeah, and and you never get all the mud. You'll be driving down the road and all all of a sudden you'll see this big huge dirt clod hit the ground when it's been dry outside for three weeks. It's uh, it's funny, oh, yeah. and you make everybody behind you very happy in the process. So, um, well, well, this is interesting. I'm glad you mentioned uh, your Jeep because uh, you've done, it sounds like you've done so much to it. 
Uh, is that mm-hmm. where the the idea for these all metal fender flares came uh, came from? Is that is that the reason why you came up with these things? Yeah, it was partly yeah. Um, it was something that Brian, my president of TCO Road, my boss wanted to be wanted to do for a number of years now, I guess, and they just really hadn't had the time or bandwidth to do it, so. They hired me on to be another designer here at JCR Off-Road, and uh, I was able to kind of dedicate the last three months of my life to that project specifically. Um, and I, you know, from my experience of wheeling my Jeep over the years and bouncing off of trees and whatnot, I, I knew what didn't didn't work um, as far as the durability standpoint, and as well as what I didn't 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 like aesthetically. You know, here at JCR, uh, aesthetics are a big part of our product design. Mm-hmm. Everybody's familiar with the product, our bumpers. You know, are made to take abuse, but also made to look good. So that's something we kind of struggle for with these flares. Well, that's the thing I, people usually give me a hard time about because I've always uh, tried to keep my uh, my beautiful red Jeep looking beautiful. And whenever I mm-hmm. uh, I put my bumpers and sliders and everything on there, I wanted that to uh, accentuate uh, how pretty the Jeep was. But I, I definitely wanted functionality. I wanted to make sure that it was. Uh, going to hold up under stress, so that's that's why I, I've always told everybody it's it's form with functionality, and uh, and that's one of the reasons why I've always uh, been impressed with JCR Off Road, and one of the reasons why that's what I'm purchasing to put on my my wife's TJ. We've so far we've done the uh, the front bumper and the sliders. Of course, the the sliders design was changed within you know two months of us buying the the slider. So it's the of older. Course. Yeah, it's the older tube type, tube type looking ones, but they're beautiful and uh, they mm-hmm. were uh, pretty easy to put on. I, I think the hardest part was trying to get the uh, uh, the high lift uh, high enough to get the the Jeep body up where I could get the spacers out of there, so I could cut mm-hmm. them. But anyway, that's that's another <laughs> story. Uh, but anyway, <clears throat> so now these flares come in uh, uh, looks like uh, I don't know, small, medium, and large. Uh, I've, narrow uh and then uh, all the way up to uh, to wide front and rear mm-hmm. so uh, now some I, I would assume some of your customers are going to be concerned about tire coverage depending on the laws in their state uh is that the reason yeah. why you went with with these different sizes or did you just want to give that many I, I would think that the uh, you know it, it would be easier just to have one size or maybe two sizes and not three and i was kind of surprised to see that you had three different sizes yeah it was definitely a little bit of a challenge having Pretty distinct flare lists um, from a design standpoint, you know, as well as kind of making them all look similar, but also be functional with their different lists. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely the, the why was definitely something we thought about from day one. For states like Pennsylvania that have tire coverage laws and yearly inspections, if they can't pass inspections, they have tires hanging outside their their wheel wells essentially. So that's kind of the market we went to hit with those extra wide flares. And those flares are actually two inches wider than stock flares. Oh, on the JK, so they'll good. cover a, a 1350 wide tire or low offset wheel. So uh, now in Michigan, uh, do they have similar laws, or can you do kind of like we are here in Texas, where we don't really have to have any, we don't even have to have wheels if we don't to want to we just drive? Yeah, Michigan's pretty lax. I mean, I, I see a lot of people running no fenders at all out here. They don't seem to have any issues. Um, I'm running, I'm actually running the narrow set of our flares mm-hmm. on my personal JK, which they're six inches wide in the front and three inches wide in the rear. So there's a there's a good bit of tire sticking out, but uh, for me, that was the most useful flare because I like to, you know, go through the woods and tight you know, trees and rocks and stuff, and more often than not, I end up contacting something with the Jeep, so the less it's sticking out there, the better. Yeah, you know, I would actually think that there would be a mindset as far as having them wider. That way, you, you keep the stuff further away from the Jeep and off your tires, but... 
Uh, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's not the not the direction you you went with that. What what is the the better of having the tires stick out further than the the flares? I mean, these things are metal, so they should be able to take anything uh, pretty much. Yeah, they're pretty strong. Uh, unfortunately, the, the JK body itself is not the most strong thing in the world. It's kind uh, of like a tin can, so yeah, they'll definitely take a hit, but they'll take a hit to a point. Um, that's just the nature of the beast with the JK. It's just not not as solid as a TJ. You know, on a TJ, you can go up and press the side of the Jeep and it won't slice on JK. You press the side of the Jeep and you'll see the sheet middle deform a little bit. They just tried to cut weight by doing that. So we, we incorporated some uh, basically reinforcement brackets and stiffening ribs in their design to kind of maintain the rigidity of the whole assembly and kind of disperse some of that force away from the body itself, you know, during the hit. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, the narrow flares, I like, I like having rubber contacting things for any hard parts to do. It's just personal preference. Um, you know, tire will usually bounce off of stuff versus something that will kind of dig in. So, right now, do, do you have uh, bare metal or uh, powder coated flares? So we offer them both ways. Um, I, my personal, on my Jeep, I have the wrinkle black powder coat that we offer with all our bumpers and sliders and armor. Yeah, you I was, can get them. You can get them bare metal as well if you want to do like a color match paint job or you know, do it yourself or aisle can, which is a great option for most people. Yeah, I was I was curious about that because if if you actually are a, a jeeper that wheels your jeep, you're you're going to rub that. Uh, I would think you're going to rub that uh, powder coat off, and that's going to be a lot harder to uh, from a aesthetics uh, perspective uh, fix that than it would just be getting the rattle can out and maybe uh, some tape and some uh, paper and you know just spraying it back up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the rattle can for guys with really wheeler vehicles. A lot of the armor in my Jeep is just rattle can, not black. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the powder coat is a lot stronger than your traditional rattle can paint job, so it, it will take quite a bit of use to pretty to touch it up. Uh, luckily, there's uh, BHT makes this uh, wrinkle black paint that actually matches our powder coat very, very similarly. So you can use that for touch ups, and you don't really notice the difference, which is pretty handy. So. Oh, great, great. So yeah. now I just have to ask. Uh, this is, uh, you know, everybody that uh, listens to these interviews know I don't, I don't pull any punches. Good God, man, over a thousand dollars for a set of flares. <laughs> what, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, they're definitely not cheap. Um, if you, if you look at the other two vendors on the market, like uh, poison spider, gen, right. Uh, nemesis industries, color contest, all those guys, their flares are all in the 900 to $1,200 range. So we're kind of on par with the industry standard for JK's. Um, you know, fortunately, everything JK, if you guys have noticed, is expensive. More so than a TJ or, a, you know, Cherokee or things of that nature. And that's really due to the fact that there's not a straight line anywhere on a JK. Um, it's curves forward, back, up, down, any direction you can imagine, it's curved. So it makes uh, manufacturing parts for them pretty difficult. If they use a little bit different manufacturing techniques, like such as bump forming, um, to get that perfect compound radius in so it fits nice and tight to the body. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, ultimately adds cost. It adds labor time. It adds assembly time. So that's the big cost driver on that. And that's why our flares are priced accordingly. Well, they do. They do um, look very nice. And they uh, they do look like somebody took a lot of time and love in, uh, in building these things. And as a JK owner, I can see why you uh, why you would have taken that time. Um, let's see. I was going to ask you, the um, oh, uh, any plans for uh, TJ or even... And I, I think XJ is pretty much dead now since it's been out of production since 2001. But I'll ask anyway. Any future plans potentially for TJ or the uh, XJ? The TJ, we're actually right in the middle of working on uh, Highline and non-Highline full replacement tube fenders and uh, crusher corners for them. My other uh, designer here, Mike, has been working on those for the last month or so. 
we've been having some protests. We've been linking out on our website and Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing a so both highline and non-highline. Um, nice thing about the highline is you can fill out larger tire with less lift. We're doing a zero flare, a four inch flare, and a six inch flare on those. And of course, so they're all going to be all fabricated sheet metal, just like my JK flare. So no, no tube at all in these things. So kind of a little different take on the market than a lot of people go with you know tube with a metal skin all the time. We're going with all fabricated sheet metal design. So, uh, um, so no, no plans for the XJ then. Uh, nothing right now. We, you know, XJ is a huge part of our portfolio here at JCR. We make a ton of products for it, but I don't think there are any plans at the moment to make a replacement metal fender form. We do have core panel armor and taillight armor that we already offer um, to the market right now. So I think it's kind of what we're sticking with at the moment. But I, I'm not saying in the future there couldn't be a possibility of us making some things. We have had some requests for that stuff. So yeah. the charity market is definitely not dead. There's still a lot of guys building them. Nice thing is they're really inexpensive to purchase and Unfortunately, it seems to be rust is getting the better of Cherokees lately, but you can find a clean one. It's pretty nice rig to build up from scratch. Yeah, that's true. Well, and I don't know. I guess it just depends on the individual, but uh, it's hard to get a $500 uh, uh, XJ and, and put $1,000 worth of uh, metal flinder, fenders on them. <laughs> but people do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some people yep. actually buy Dana 60s and put it under their JKs, so uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm one of those guys. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I was giving you a hard time. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, right before uh, we started doing the interview, I uh, sent out some, uh, some tweets, and uh, I actually did a post on Facebook. Uh, asking anybody uh, if they had any questions uh, for uh, JCR Off-Road about these uh, fender flares. And I did get one here from uh, Stephen Glover. Uh, he wants to know why metal seems like extra weight. Okay, yeah, it's definitely, you know, definitely add some weight. We we made our flares out of a combination of 316s and 8th inch uh, sheet metal, so they're a little bit lighter than a lot of the ones on the market. Due to the fact a lot of guys use pretty heavy wall tubing in their flare construction. Uh, our, our big thing with us is we're an armor company. We make armor, so we wanted something that was would hold up to abuse um, and kind of complement the strength that the rest of our products have. So we went with the, the sheet metal flare. Yeah, I guess that's our big reason for sticking with metal. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of places that you could get uh, plastic from, and uh, you know, as soon as I realized they were metal, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great!" I don't even have a JK, but I thought this is wonderful. Somebody's somebody's building these metal flares. Uh, and, uh, I probably just don't get out that much about for the JK since I don't have one. I mean, I've got the TJ and the XJ and I didn't realize there were other manufacturers making uh, metal, uh, flares, uh, out there, but, uh, certainly makes sense. But to me, that's the thing you want on a Jeep. Uh, if you're going to take it off road is, uh, is that, that, that thick, heavy metal. So, uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. great, great question from uh, one of our Twitter followers. And, uh, we certainly appreciate, uh, you jumping in there and, uh, asking that question. Uh, especially since they yeah, only absolutely. had about 15 minutes uh, prior notice. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, yeah I guess I, the one one thing I could add to that is uh, our flyers kind of fake people out. They they, they go by and I see them touch them with their fingers and they figure out they're plastic or metal because they fit so well. Um, a lot of the metal flares, it's pretty obvious that they're bolt on, and you can see they don't really follow the body lines all that well. And ours ours really do hug the body lines perfectly. So that's something that. You kind of see people looking around underneath, hitting with their finger, feeling it to make sure it actually is metal. So I thought that was kind of amusing. Oh yeah, it uh, is. It's very. I mean, because they are so molded. I mean, to me, this I would be. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, a Jeep or maybe a a, a off road uh, division of Jeep contacted you guys about making these things because they look factory. 
but they're they're all metal and uh, I, I just very impressed with these things. I mean, from uh, just the uh, the email that I got from uh, JCR Off Road, I mean, I, I just immediately uh, fired off an email about doing an interview with you guys because uh, to me these are just just gorgeous, beautiful work. And uh, everybody should go over to jcroffroad.com and, and have a look at these things. And, and if you if you if you kind of blur your vision, you won't see the prices, and you'll enjoy it more. <laughs> 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 so I guess it's not that expensive whenever you spend you know so much money on axles and things. But uh, uh, I mean, I love armor, and because uh, it's it's anything that can protect the uh, protect the Jeep, uh, my baby, from uh, getting damaged. I like it. I am not one of those guys. That likes dents on my Jeep. Uh, my Jeep is my daily driver, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I want it to stay as nice looking as possible. Uh, and, and you know, do that form and functionality thing that I was talking about. So, uh, well, look, you know, great response on the uh, on the cost of the the flares because they are they are beautiful. They look like factory. They're they're shaped very well. Oh, another another thing I noticed, and you can correct me on this if if I'm wrong, but it does look like they are made to blend in with uh your sliders yes yep yeah so we, that was a, a big design function of these flares as well we wanted to have flares look like they belong with the rest of our armor so if you wrap your jeep in jcr it would look like all one uniform design um and these all three lists we made kind of tie into our new crusader rockers for the jk very nicely um they meet up with the exact same edge looks very clean and the nice thing about it is it gives you if you're say you're dragging along a tree you a smooth transition from your sl- your fender flare to your slider to your this fender and back around, so it'll keep the, the tree or rock away from your body. It's something we were striving for. Yep. So this, I mean, to me, it's it's just a a wonderful thing. I know how tough JCR off road stuff is, and I think it's just a wonderful thing that what you've done here, what you and the rest of the company have accomplished here, what by building something that is so. Uh, that flows so well and uh, accents the the look of the JK, but uh, yet is still very functional because it's like you say. I mean, that's kind of the neat thing about uh, uh, doing modifications to your Jeep. Uh, to the civilians, the non-Jeepers, it's kind of hard for them to realize, is that stock? Is that It looks a little different. It looks a little better than, than uh, most of the Jeeps that I see. What's different about that? And like you say, going over there and touching the touching the flares to see if they're metal or not because they probably think, the, you know, Jeep doesn't build metal flares, do they? That would be really heavy. It doesn't, this doesn't make, make sense. Of course, you go wild in your build and then everybody knows for sure. But, you know, somebody does a two or three inch lift and changes the tires and the wheels and put these flares on there. It's, a, it's almost like a sleeper. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think, I mean, the, the, the beautiful thing about JK is you can run a lot of tire with very little lift, especially with flat fenders like ours. I mean, I'm running 37 inch tires with two and a half inches of lift on my Jeep with no rubbing whatsoever. So it's kind of nice to have that low center of gravity build. Yeah, it really is. JK is able to do that. So. Well, uh, Anthony, tell us how uh, people can. Uh, you know, I mentioned the website, but uh, you mentioned Facebook, and I, I think uh, there's a. I think some of the people there at uh, JCR Offroad are. Or on Twitter, but I don't think you guys have an official Twitter. But if people want to get more information, how uh, you know, the website, of course, jcroffroad.com. But uh, where are you on uh, Facebook, Twitter? Maybe your own personal things, uh, your own personal uh, social media accounts, where people could reach out and ask you specific questions. Sure. Uh, well, Facebook's a huge thing, huge tool for JCR. We have our JCR JCR Offroad Facebook page. Um, we probably post most of our news and new content there on an almost daily basis. Um, 
Uh, my personal, I have an Instagram personally as well as Facebook. You can look me up, Anthony Mascari, if you'd like to reach out to me. Um, I'm more than happy to answer any questions about any of our product or, you know, JK's or Jeeps in general, something I love doing. So, and I'm sure you guys have seen our Handy Corn videos as well. So that's kind mm-hmm. of taken the internet by storm. We also have a page dedicated to Handy Corn if you want to see his involvement in our day-to-day life here at JCR Off-Road. Excellent. Well, great. Anthony, I really appreciate you taking the time with us tonight, and uh, hopefully uh, our uh, listeners will uh, go over there and check out the site, and you guys will have numerous uh, $1,200 sales really, really soon. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. On this week's Tony and Josh show, we have a story about a subway attack, and unfortunately, Jared is just fine. Thankfully, this new aerosol product is not being made by the same people who brought you spray cheese. It's not cheese! A Wyoming man was smuggling an unexpected amount of unexpected items in an unexpected place. Well, that was unexpected. (laughs) We'll do our best to get to the bottom of that story. And it's not fall yet, but that didn't stop this guy from doing a little hunting from his backyard. What was he shooting at? We'll find out on the next Tony and Josh show.